Are you looking for truth from God's Word that you can understand and apply to your life? You'll find it today on Make It Clear with Dr. Stan Pons, Bible teacher and president of Florida Bible College in beautiful Orlando. Listen now as Stan makes it clear. Hi, my name is Stan Pons, and I'm the host here at Make It Clear. I'm also the president of Florida Bible College in Orlando, Florida, and I'm so glad that you're with us every time we have Make It Clear on the air for you. I want to thank all of you that are listening 24-7 on our app, and you can download our Make It Clear app on any of your platforms that you have, and you can listen to us anywhere in the world at any time that you have a signal, because we'd like to have a continuing ministry in your life. Today, we have a very special guest, and I want you to meet her. We had the opportunity to have an earlier segment with her, and I pray that you were a part of that. If not, don't worry about it. Just go back to our website. That's makeitclear.org, and you can download that. You can also go get the app, and it'll be on the app, and you can download session number one or section number one, however you want to call it. Our guest is Nancy Stafford. And I know you're going to want to hear she's a bubbly, spear-filled woman of God who loves the Lord, but she is operating in an arena that often is seen as one of the darkest places on planet Earth. And no, it's not the jungle. It happens to be Hollywood. And often I'm asked the question, can any good thing come out of Hollywood? And my answer to that is absolutely yes and no. There are things that are not so good, but I have to tell you, there are more and more Christians that are willing to take a stand and stand strong for the Lord in that industry. And Nancy has done that. And I believe she's done that consistently over many years because of her relationship with Jesus Christ. In a moment, you're going to hear briefly how she came to faith, but also why she remained in this industry, but living a life that's a testimony. Now, folks, listen to me for just a moment. You know, when you find people that are in Hollywood, you think they're all bad. They're all wicked people there. I would like you to know that there's wicked people all over the world, and they're going to live out their secular worldview their own way, and it might be that way. But do you know that even in Hollywood, There are people that are still seeking God because they've tasted that bitter fruit of the world, but they don't know what's next and how to get out of that. So we need missionaries out there to do that. Nancy is one of those as a woman who's taken a stand for the Lord, and we are so glad for that, and we need to pray for her. You know, I lived in Hawaii. We ministered in Hawaii. Many of you know that. We were all over the islands and all of that, and they filmed there all different shows. You you all get that. But we've seen them right down the block from where we lived and where we had our ministry. But they can't go to church on Sunday. They're filming pretty much 24-7 while they're doing the series or that shot or whatever it might be. So who is going to reach them because they can't go to church? It's going to be men and women like Nancy Stafford who's out there doing that. And I have to encourage you to pray for those people. And those of you that are thinking about going in that industry, I want you to listen to Nancy in a moment as she's going to share with you that the really only way to not only survive, but to thrive out there is what she's going to bring to you as the key to do that. Nancy Stafford, welcome to Make It Clear. Thank you, Stan. It's great to be back with you. Well, it's good to have you with us. Those of you that are not familiar with her, you might go back in time when you remember that she was a very important part of the Matlock series. She was on St. Elsewhere and other shows of many movies that she's been on. She's been on many of the holiday movies for the uh, Hallmark Network, and she's got other film projects that are being filmed. She's got a new one that's out now that's called First Lady. Want to hear about that? She is also an author so that you can get a book and quietly and slowly go through that and let God show you from the Word and her testimony, the principles there of how to be a really godly woman. And I I want you to be a part of that because it's so real in her life. And so while I may be doing a little bit more talking now, she's going to take over and really fill us with some great information that'll help you. So Nancy, let's just start out briefly by telling us, how did you come to faith in Christ? How did you become a Christian? 
Well, I grew up in the in the church. Um, by the time I went to college, though, I just got disillusioned, disappointed, and for 15 years was a prodigal. Um, began my career actually, um, really not. I, I didn't deny God, but I didn't have any real community with Him. I didn't have any real relationship with Him. He wasn't the center of my life. And then. I had a big crisis in my life. I was diagnosed with cancer, skin cancer on my face. Here I was a hot model and a young actress. And it threatened to disfigure me and shattered my world. And I thought, I got to, if everything I've dreamt about can be gone in a moment, I need something substantial and real. And that is ever, ever faithful. Mm. So that began my search throughout all the world religions until I one day, um, ran across a book called Power for Living, which was testimony after testimony of Jesus Christ in people's lives. And it rocked my world. And um, from that day forward, when after 15 years of being out on my own, I really felt had three day experience with the Lord where basically I was sobbing. And he said, there's a scripture that in Titus, I think it is that totally describes what he said to me during that three-day period. And this scripture is this. It's the kindness and love of God. When the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appears, he saves us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his great love and mercy. And that love and mercy for this very filthy, very broken, very damaged young woman in Hollywood was what drew me. He drew, he draws all of us with cords of loving kindness. And that's what he did for me. And it was his love that melted me and made me be able to trust him to become the person that he designed me to be. And that's been now 34 years ago. On our last segment, you were mentioning uh, to us about how that you had some alone time in a hotel room in Hawaii while you were filming with the Magnum PI series back then. And and then that was when we really said, I, I need to give my life totally to the Lord. Maybe not so much to get saved, but more to say, you've done so much for me on the cross. I want to live a thank you life for you that I'm, I'm now heaven bound. So now you go back into, because you're already there, but you kind of return back into that world of, of the film industry, but a different woman. Mm-hmm. And wanting to live a different way, but not that you had such a black, white, or a contrast, but there was enough of a contrast that people must have seen that there was a difference. How did that affect you and your career then when you started to uh, come forward and, and really become more of a light in that community? Well, for a while, now remember, this is the mid-80s, and if, if your listeners can remember television back in the mid-80s, it was a lot more tame. Um, I never did do films back in those days. I was a TV girl. And so when my first first series was a lovely family show on Disney and ABC, it was sweet, sweet. And then the show after that was Matlock, which wonderful Andy Griffith. I played his law partner for five years. All of those were wholesome shows with great integrity and characters that really were um, respectable and, you know, all of that. Then TV began to change. And as often as they could, they pressed the envelope as far as they could with the writing. And that's when I began, after Matlock ended, um, I guest starred on some other things. And then I was ready to go back to work and everything offered me, I mean, as a series, in a series again. And then everything that came to me was horrible. It, to me, it just, it conflicted with my values. It was edgy. It was compromising. And I just turn down work. And then I'd lose an agent and I'd get another agent and I turned down more work. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I mean, I kept getting fired. 
by agents, which technically is not possible since they work for you. They would say, you don't want to work. And I say, you have no idea how much I want to work. I just don't want that work. Right. And um, so really, um, I thought it was going to be over. And I had many, many years of very, you know, quiet years where I didn't work at all as an actor. Um, and I, and it's interesting because, and that's a whole nother conversation we could have at another time, but I have many other actor friends who, who are believers who don't turn down work and they, you know, the justify, well, this, I'm just acting, I'm just acting. Well, that's not what God's called me to do. Um, so I, and I feel like whoever I am represented on screen, you're, you're showing the world in my view, what you believe. So, um, Anyway, I began to, I began to host a TV show. I won't talk about it long, but the producer called me one day and, and he said, Hey, I'm doing a new show and it's going to be great. And it's fashion trends, lifestyle, and you'll host it. And I heard the word host and I went, ah, no, I'm an actor. I'm not going to host. He said, no, no, it'll be great. It's not going to hurt your career. And I thought to myself, what career at this point, you know? <laughs> so it was literally kicking, screaming, and digging my heels into the ground, Stan, I accepted this role out of sheer necessity. And I will tell you, it became one of the biggest blessings of my life. And I'll tell you why. The show was called Main Floor. It was, we were on the air for 10 years in 40 countries mm. all around the world. Mm. It was the most long-running show that nobody ever saw. <laughs> it was on the, in the middle of the night in certain places. In New York, LA, and Chicago, we had great, you know, prime time. But everywhere else, we were only insomniacs ever saw us. But here's the blessing. Our producer said to me a month in, he said, Nancy, you're, you're talking to women's groups and stuff. You really like women. You're telling them, you know, you're talking about what inner beauty is all about and you know, who they really are. And he, cause he wasn't a believer. <laughs> he said, he said, why don't you write? We're going to do this brand new thing. Again, this is the nineties. We're going to do this new thing called a website. And he said, <laughs> why don't you, why, why don't you write this column? Well, see, now they call that a blog. <laughs> he said, oh. why don't you, why don't you write to these women? Cause you're always, I said, really? He said, yeah, call it Nancy's notebook. And I said, oh, oh that's a good idea. I, and I, he said, write whatever you want. I said, really? I can write what I want. He says, yeah. So Stan on this very secular beauty show and fashion lifestyle show, I started writing about what real beauty is, what inner beauty is. And I paraphrase scripture and I'd say a wise man once said, and then I yep, <laughs> use right. the message version. But it, it gave me an opportunity to talk about what's really valuable and important and what a woman's worth really is about. And I'm telling you, it became so popular. And a publisher, Christian publisher, started reading Nancy's notebook and called me and said, Nancy, you've got to do a book. You have a very fresh voice. You write differently than anybody else. And he said, you, you really need to do. And I put him off. I kept saying, no, no, we don't. The world doesn't need another book. There's a million books out there. Finally, after eight months, he wore me down. He said, OK, listen to me. You care about this message, right? I go, yes, very much. How many women can you speak to at a time? So very proudly, I said, oh, I don't know, 350 maybe at a time. And he said, exactly. That's nothing. Books multiply this ministry. It multiplies what your heart says. And that is what made the difference. It wasn't about me and having a book. It was about the Lord's word and his 
getting getting his truth out there to as many people as possible. And so that's what started the books. <laughs> so. So, and those two books for our listeners, uh, the one I think she's kind of referring to right now, Nancy, is The Beauty by the Book, Seeing Yourself as God Sees You. So write that down, listeners. Go get a copy of it. Beauty by the Book, Seeing Yourself as God Sees You. But also her second book, which might have been her first book, you can tell us that, but it's Mm -mm. The Wonder of His Love. Think about that. The Wonder of His Love. You know, sometimes I think when someone says, you're just awesome, you know, I think, no, no, God's the only one who is full of awe. We're we're not, you know, and Mm -hmm. here's the wonder, though. We could say the wonder of His love, a journey into the heart of God. You know, and of course, it's going to be filled with scripture all over the place, because the only way we know the Lord is through His (laughs) Word, His Spirit. So I want you to know, if you could get those two books, read them, and then automatically, while you're reading those books, think about who else could I give this copy to for a gift, mm-hmm. a friend, or maybe even as a way to help a person through mentoring. So again, it's the wonder of his love, a journey into the heart of God, beauty by the book, seeing yourself as God sees you. Two great books. Let's go back mm-hmm. now for a moment because there could be those that are saying, I'm thinking that maybe I, I've been doing a little acting in school. I've been in theater a little bit, but I don't know where this is going to take me, but I'm a Christian and I, I see the secular worldview crashing against my biblical worldview. How do you, Nancy, stay and stand strong for the Lord in such an environment like the film industry? Can you tell us how you do that? How do you stand strong? Um, the only way is two, twofold. One is to stay completely with Jesus at the center of my life, mm-hmm. um, which means every day in prayer and devotion and in the word. Amen. Secondly, and this is imperative, and that is that you've got to stay in community. And I just want to assure parents out there or even some of you that are listening that here in Hollywood, uh, actually, I didn't know it when I first came back to Christ. I had no, I thought I was the only person. I had no idea that there were a vibrant Christian community here in Hollywood, but there are. And all around the country, you know, you don't have to be in Hollywood anymore to make movies. You know, the film industry has changed, especially the faith film world. If you are interested in that, that is very much happening in the South. Most of the faith films are done sort of in the in the states that are you know from Atlanta to North Carolina and elsewhere but th- for those who may want to come out here i just want to encourage you to check out a website called greenhouseproductions.com and it's a it's a community of faith-filled artists creatives both in front and behind the camera who are committed to raising up the next generation. I'm on their board and we have workshops and there are speakers that come in who have, you know, done it, big producers and writers and directors and showrunners and actors, and they share their story and their testimony. There's practical nuts and bolts classes you can take and job postings. I mean, it's a wonderful, wonderful way to get plugged in to people who really do share your values. Because you need people to hold your arms up because it's too easy to, it's a very seductive industry and it's too easy to say yes to jobs because we're desperate unless you've got other people. Scripture says not to, not to cease assembling yourselves together with other believers and no matter what industry you're in, it's important Mm -hmm. to seek Mm -hmm. out those Christians. Now you can get into your holy huddle and then cease having a ministry. So you want to use the holy huddle to get strong, but then to go out at the same time to reach others. And so for those of you that just heard that, what was that again? It's called the Greenhouse Arts and Media. 
correct? Yeah, Greenhouse Arts and Media is the ministry, but the website is greenhouseproductions.com. Please do that. And, and uh, yeah. For those that are listening, you may already know this, but Make It Clear also has Make It Clear Studio. And we have uh, partnered with mm. all others that are involved in the uh, film industry. We have interviewed on this program uh, people that you might not wear of, uh, be aware of. They're more of the behind the scenes and the stunt part of the industry as well with uh, people mm-hmm. like Wally Crowder. We've interviewed um, folks that I, I know you have heard of, Kevin Sorbo. That one, uh, the person who heads up our film department is Doug Stroop. Uh, he's been a writer, director, actor, all of that. So if there are people out there that are standing strong for the Lord in that industry. And don't make that be the worst industry out there. It's not anything we're in the world. They all have a view that's different than God. So we can take a stand for him there. Let's talk about your your new latest biggest project at this time. And that would be <laughs> First Lady. Tell us about why you're excited about that. Well, this is the most fun season right now. I mean, I got to, I've done many, many faith films, a lot of family films since the Matlock days, but mm-hmm. recently I got called to play Flotus, the first lady of the United States. I mean, come on, what woman, especially <laughs> a woman of age, <laughs> does not want to be Flotus? It's a delightful romantic comedy that's set in the world of presidential politics, but it's not political at all. And it's got a lot of royal charm as well. It's like a modern day fairy tale, but with a little bit of a twist. And the story is uh, my husband, I'm already the first lady and my husband, the president died in office mm-hmm. and his dying wishes that I would help our vice president in his bid for the election for president when it's time. And so I do, and I run alongside our vice president, who's a widow, a widower. I run alongside him as first lady and we win. And the second part of the story is that my, the, the, the prince of my youth, um, as a teenager, I had fallen in love with this young man from another kind of fictional European country who was actually the prince in disguise. He was had read the Prince and the Pauper book, and he didn't want to be liked for being a prince. Oh. He wanted to be liked for who he really was. <laughs> so intriguing. he disguised himself as his valet. And uh, we kind of fell for each other as teenagers, then went our separate ways. Well, now he's the king of this country in Europe. He has kept up with me and knows that my husband has died and knows I'm back in the White House now. And he decides his what he is also a widower and he decides this may be his opportunity. So he comes back into my life again in disguise mm-hmm. as a bodyguard and um, to see if there's a spark. And uh, I'll just say that it has a surprise ending. So um, we were in theaters. We we opened for about a month in theaters nationwide, and then we'll be soon, hopefully soon streaming. And I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when we're on a streaming platform so folks can watch it. But First Lady is funny. It's charming. It's delightful. It's rated PG. It's a total family movie. Mm. And I, here's what I love, though, Stan, about it. It's a movie about hope. Here it is, this older couple who have a second chance. It's mm. sort of the idea that when you may feel like life's over, but it's really just begun. And to me, that's such a biblical truth of, you know, the God of all hope. You know, when we trust in him, that we can overflow with hope and that there's always um, a new day when we're uh, walking with Christ. So it's a really charming movie, and I hope your listeners will, listen, will watch it. And I do, too. You know, 
good family film isn't just because they have families in the film. It's that there is a message that is all throughout that film that will mm-hmm. speak to the, the adults, the singles, the parents, the kids, the teenagers. And this kind of a movie will do that. So it'll be one that not only that you'll be able to watch, but turn it into a conversation piece afterwards. Have a discussion Absolutely. about it. What are things that you can take home with you? What? Are, how can we be a better family, a better person in the family? And all that message of hope, that's called First Lady. And again, if you just tuned in, we've been interviewing Nancy Stafford. She's a uh, an actress that had been around doing films such a way with a high caliber of skill set, but also in her heart as a woman of God who uses this on screen and off screen to bring glory unto the Lord. And if you'd like to know more about Nancy's story, what she's been doing, what she is going to be doing, her entire biography, which is quite full because God is really using her, I encourage you to go to her website, which is Nancy Stafford. Dot com. That's Nancy Stafford, S-T-A-F-F-O-R-D.com. And when you do it, take some time and go through all the links in there and really discover who she is and who she belongs to, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I maybe on our next segment that we might have, I'd like to uh, talk a little bit more about Larry. Larry's your husband. He's been involved as mm-hmm. a pastor, a worship leader for many, many years, a graduate of mm-hmm. Dallas Seminary, planning churches in the LA area. So, you know, they have two lives that are doing something for the Lord that are a little bit different, but their hearts are knit together in love for one another, for the Lord and for others. So Nancy, I want to thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Stan, so much. I so love what you're doing, and I feel very honored that you included me in the show today. Thank you. You're welcome. For those of you that would like to know more about Make It Clear, let me encourage you to visit our website at makeitclear.org. That's makeitclear.org. Be sure to look at the links, especially since we've been talking about the film industry. Go to uh, makeitclearstudio.com, makeitclearstudio.com. You'll see there, just kind of click on the button in the website. If you have questions about your own faith, questions about something that has been said here today, feel free to just write us an email if you'd like, and it's simple. It's easy to remember. Just tell me more at makeitclear.org. That's tell me more at makeitclear.org. Our program is really designed with you in mind. We're a Bible teaching ministry for those of you that really want to learn the Word of God, book by book, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, and sometimes even word by word. But we do it in a way that would also be what we call life application because Jesus says it's not always how much you know, it's how much of the Word of God you apply to your life that brings the greatest glory to the Lord. And we believe in applying God's Word from the inside out, starting with your mind. Let it go to your heart. Let it come out your hands and your lips as you begin to share your faith with others. If you've got a question about your salvation, then just go to tell me more at makeitclear.org, and we'll be glad to help you in any way that we can. Nancy, again, thank you for being with us. I encourage you to get her books if you can. You'll find how to do that by going to her website. That's nancystafford.com. That's nancystafford.com. And we are a faith ministry, so we rely upon the Lord to prompt folks like you to support our ministry, especially this broadcast. You can do that by going to our website. It's very secure, and that way you can further the ministry of getting the Word of God out accurately and clearly. And so thank you for being with us, all of you listeners today. Be with us next time for Make It Clear. 
I want to thank you for being with us for our two-part interview with Nancy Stafford. Many of you know about our broadcast ministry that deals so much with the radio as well as podcast, and also you can get us on our special Make It Clear app, listening to interviews as well as Bible teaching. But in addition to that, Make It Clear Ministries also has Make It Clear Studio. This happens to be more in the film department. We have a series out now called The Bible Says. It is strategically pointed towards teenagers dealing with topics that are ripped right out of the headlines today, affecting their lives. Another area is more television-oriented, called Issues and Answers for Today, dealing with issues that people need to hear about, such as the difference between a Christian and a biblical worldview and a secular worldview. We'll also be talking about, is there really a God? How do we really know we're going to heaven when we die? And what about passages in the Bible that people so often use but are improperly or inaccurately interpreted? But the one we're most excited about is a major full-length motion picture project, and it's called My Name is Melissa. This is specifically designed to awaken people towards a biblical pro-life position. It is now written. It also has the actors. Everything is ready to go, so we can start now filming this. We're now raising the funds for this very special, timely movie on pro-life. If you'd like to know more about it, it's called My Name is Melissa. Be sure to go to our website, makeitclear.org, or you can go to makeitclearstudio.com or just write us at tellmemore at makeitclear.org and ask your questions. We'll be glad to answer them for you. You're listening to Make It Clear with the teaching of Dr. Stan Pons, founder of Make It Clear Ministries and president of Florida Bible College in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Make It Clear is dedicated to taking the Word of God with clarity into every person's world. It is the support of listeners like you who make the ministry of Make It Clear possible. You can provide your tax-deductible gift to Make It Clear online by going to makeitclear.org. Or you can mail your gift to Make It Clear, P.O. Box 607-901, Orlando, Florida, 32860. Thank you for helping us Make It Clear. If you would like to have Dr. Pond speak at your church or event, please send us an email at tellmemore at makeitclear.org. Thank you, and remember to make it clear.